number three, if you can believe it, of the Bill Michael Show. Flying through this thing today. Flying through it. Going to be talking with Alec Ingold, uh, former Wisconsin Badger, coming up here in just a moment. Stay tuned for that. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at the New Mail Medical Center, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders as well. And uh, all you got to do is give them a call, 414-455-4451. Again, 414-455-4451. Um, all, well, like I said, all you got to do is give them a, give them a call and uh, and hit them up. Um, let's do this. Uh, Alec Ingold, uh, former Wisconsin Badger, former Las Vegas Raider, now with the, uh, the Dolphins. But, Alec, I got to ask you, man, uh, y- you leave – Las Vegas, just as they pick up Devontae Adams, they're pushing all their chips to the middle of the table, and that's got to, at least for your former team, leave them with a lot of excitement, right? It was, yeah. It was. Uh, you watch them from afar for however long, and seeing a playmaker like that on the Raiders, yeah, it's that's good. Uh, that's a good deal for Silver and Black. So, you know, when you bring a veteran guy like that in, not only do you get a chance to see that guy play and what he can do, but what does that say? about management, about the tenacity of the front office, uh, when it, it the feelings are, it looks as if you're going for it, right? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think whenever you see management go in on a, a superstar player like that, they're all in. They're definitely betting on all of the guys. That window to win is now. So it gives a lot of guys a lot of confidence. I know for me, personally, seeing the management go for Tyreek Hill and the Dolphins, it was like, all right, this is our shot. This is our time to win. We're, we're going to play some ball. Um, you get one of the best players to ever play in that position on your team. You're like, okay, they have confidence in everybody else to step up, to win now, and, and to be great. So what, now that you get a chance, and you've seen both sides, you've seen what uh, Las Vegas obviously has, the Dolphins, what they uh, obviously possess. We all know it's a quarterback-driven league. You've seen Derek Carr. You tell me what you think of Tua. You're saying I've seen Derek Carr, and now you're saying what I think of Tua? Yeah. I think Tua is crazy. Um, I think he's crazy talented. Um, dude can make a lot of off-balance, off-rhythm throws, and especially in our offense, I think uh, we're coming from that Shanahan system of everything being on time, um, you know, on that, that first hitch, on that second hitch, on a three-step drop, on a fifth-step drop to see – Tua learning the offense so quickly, being able to hit guys in stride, putting the ball where it needs to be so we we can run, we can get that yak. But then also to see the off-timing plays, to see, oh, things broke down. How can he extend a play, make a pass, you know, get guys on a scramble drill? It's been cool to kind of see the diversity of of what he brings to the offense where you might be very schedule and regimented, uh, and that's how you want to be. You want to be on schedule. You want to be – first and 10, second and, you know, four, third and short, converting first downs. But uh, the dude has playmaking ability, which is fun to see. You know, for years we've watched Aaron Rodgers here in Green Bay, you know as well. And then obviously you get a chance to see Derek Carr. You go to Tua. We know that it's veteran, it's savvy, it's knowledge. Because most of the quarterbacks in the National Football League, they have the talent to get here. It's just what you have between the years. So it comes down to intelligence. What do you think about inside study rooms, inside looks and things like that, the recognition of defenses and such, as you see the progression of a young quarterback and what they need to do and what they need to grow? Uh, yeah, that's a huge question. I think a lot of it goes from 
you know, you, you said it, it starts in that film room. It starts in that study room, but it's really that transition piece. How do you bring that out to a practice field? How do you bring it through a walkthrough at a different pace? How do you bring it through a, a full speed Sunday game and, and being able to adjust, being able to read your players, read a defense that's trying to disguise a different way. I think all of those things are huge and that that's, that's what uh, young quarterbacks really can't emulate. You can't emulate that experience or all of those different looks, but you know, you get reps against different D coordinators. You take good notes. You're able to develop a, a an understanding of what's going on in the offense, man, that's, that's everything nowadays. I have not had a chance. I got to ask you because I have been to Hard Rock Stadium. I, I know Miami pretty well. I've never been to that stadium out in Vegas. Tell me a little bit about it, real quick. Yeah, one second. Let me get this chew talk out of my my dog's <laughs> mouth before he starts ruining this interview. He's running around like crazy. <laughs> yeah, that 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 stadium out in Vegas. They call it the Death Star for a reason. Now that thing is like a. It's like a rocket ship. The tech in there is outstanding. Um, you know, I would say I've been, been able to play a hard rock uh, at a bowl game in college. That was unbelievable. It's like the epicenter of South Florida of entertainment. You get um, Lambeau Field is like historic and the, the meaning of football. It feels like football was born to be played in Lambeau. And then you get the Death Star, you get Jerry's World. I think all of those stadiums are like bucket list if you're just a fan of entertainment, if you're a fan of football in general, um, you got to find a way to make it to all those stadiums. When you, I want to go to the college side of things real quick. Obviously, you had a successful career uh, with the Badgers. Now that the NIL has kind of opened Pandora's box, give me your thoughts both as an athlete, as a perspective of having the ability to be paid, and then, two, where the recruiting goes from here. I think it's it's a huge pair it's a huge shift in in college athletics and I think it's really interesting to see where things go short term and long term because the way that you recruit you want to recruit guys that that fit your system that fit your tradition that fit your identity as a university as a program right but then how does that shift when guys are getting paid those types of guys that you're recruiting that those types of individuals don't change the types of people that the University of Wisconsin is going to recruit to play on the offensive line, to play running back, to play defense, to run Jim Leonard's defense, to, to play those plays and to make those plays and be great student athletes and ambassadors of the university, that won't change. How they deal with money is, is another little wrinkle, right? How they deal with this NIL is going to be, okay, how are we going to get these guys paid? How are, how are they going to handle that adversity? How are they going to handle the distractions? And I think it's really going to come down to how disciplined the guys are, how closely you can be as a unit, as a team, how you can support one another and how you can prioritize. Let's make some ball plays. Let's go to school. Let's go to class. Let's get these grades. Let's stay eligible. Let's get a degree. Let's make some ball plays. Let's, let's put some food on the table for our families and then let's get some money. Let's, you know, let's do some fun stuff. Let's, let's show personality. Let's be a part of the community and bring everything together. So um, I, I, you know, I'm big on all these guys, keeping those priorities straight. Uh, it's going to be tough. I, I don't think it's going to be as easy and peaches and cream as everyone thinks, but, uh, if you can handle it the right way, I think that's, it's outstanding for university and for these kids. Give me your thoughts on Wisconsin, what they've done this off season and the outlook uh, moving forward. 
man, I think, you know, you're, you really just got to build around your guys, your playmakers, um, instill that confidence and still that development. So I'm pumped about it. Obviously a lot of coaching changes, um, where you, you think that you, you just hope for the best there. You, you can't wait to see all of the work that they put in in spring ball. Right. And it's like this big secret of what's going to pop off week one, um, which is exciting. And I think that's where everyone's going to show up at Camp Randall at dark. And you, you just can't wait for those goosebumps of week one to see what happened in spring ball, to see what happens uh, during training camp, who rose to the occasion, who fell off. So it's like a, it's like a surprise for everyone. Um, and, and that's, that's the beauty of week one, uh, especially football in college. Real quick, before I let you go, I got to ask you, you go, you're staying in the AFC. You're in a very tough division, obviously, uh, Buffalo has gotten exponentially better. We know the Patriots are always going to have Belichick. You guys have gotten better. You've got an exodus of quarterbacks now that have all gone to the AFC. Talk about how tough that side of the NFL, that conference is. Yeah, I mean, you think about winning games, right? Like winning games are hard in the AFC. And then you're playing your division opponents. You're playing conference opponents. And to be able to look at a schedule and be like, man, we got to win 11 games to make it to the playoffs. like just to make it to the tournament, you know, you, you got to celebrate every single win. And I think that's where you have a lot of quarterbacks with a lot of experience don't, coming down in the fourth quarter. We're going to be in a lot of close games and it's really going to be the guys that don't flinch. It's going to be the character of a team. It's going to be a talent and the playmakers. And man, you just got to, <laughs> if you can win in 11, 12 games, you're not making it to the tournament. So uh, I think that's kind of the, the stigma of the AFC, man. It's, it's a lot of talent over here and a lot of character. Alec, great to talk to you. Go back to enjoying the dog. Uh, good luck to you this season-wise as well. And uh, we hope to chat with you again down the road, okay? I appreciate it. Thanks for the time, bro. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. There you go. Alec Ingle, former Wisconsin Badger, now with the Dolphins, former uh, Las Vegas Raiders. As he said, they're, they're excited out there. The Death Star. The de we got to get out there. As a matter of fact, Super Bowl this year is in uh, this coming season is in Phoenix, back out in uh, Glendale, Arizona. And then after that, it is at the Death Star. The Super Bowl's in Vegas. I can only imagine what it's going to be like in Vegas. Uh, that I'm looking forward to, big time. Uh, by the way, by the way, uh, Alec Ingold comes to us. they got a charity softball game coming up. Team Ingold and Team Decker. Alec Ingold against Sam Decker. Saturday, this coming Saturday, the battle for Wisconsin, so to speak. And uh, it is a charity softball game. Uh, it's going to be uh, in conjunction with uh, the uh, Madison Mallards. And uh, they're going to have a, a good time out there. It's the Eric Ingold uh, Family Foundation is where they disperse the charitable funds. There's a celebrity home run derby, the charity softball game coming up all uh, on uh, Saturday night at Warner Park. That's in Madison, Wisconsin, if you're looking for tickets for that. Uh, big weekend coming up. He's coming into town for that. So for the Battle of Wisconsin, the charity softball game taking place this Saturday, Warner Park, and it's going to feature Alec Ingold and Sam Decker and the Wisconsin alumni friends, and it's going to be a good time. If you're a Badger, it's just something you're going to go to. Just go see these guys. Good stuff. Good stuff. 877 867 877-867-1670. 1670 and if you want more information on it we're gonna i'll post it over on the facebook fan page the link to it and if you want to find it over there you can i'll post it over on twitter 
as well. But uh, good stuff to get Alec Ingold to join us for a couple of minutes. And uh, we've got another uh, great sponsor that does a lot of charitable stuff. That's our friends at Forgotten Fire Winery up there in Peshtigo. And they've donated bottles. They've donated cases. They've donated tastings and such to many different charitable events to raise some money. So don't forget about them when you're out there and you're thinking about purchasing a bottle of wine, a case of wine, fun wine, drinkable wine, snooty, snooty wine. They're not snooty, though. They've won awards, and they've won gold medals and stuff, and they're like, eh, whatever. You know, those can go collect dust. They just like people who like their wine. That's it. And they like people to like their wine any way they want it. You want to have white wine with red meat? Do it. You want to have red wine with fish? Do it. You want to throw ice in your Pinot Grigio? Do it. You want to throw some 7-Up or Sprite in there? Do it. Whatever it happens to be, just enjoy it. That's what it's made for. Just enjoy it. They call it fun in a bottle. And if you can't get to Pesh to go, then all you got to do is head out to your local grocery store or your local liquor store or wine stores, and you walk in and say, Forgotten Fire Winery, baby, how about it? And if they say we don't have it, say get it. And if not, walk out, leave. ForgottenFireWinery.com. That is ForgottenFireWinery.com. You can follow them over on Facebook as well. Forgotten Fire Winery. Good, good people. Jake and Melissa and Chris, all great people. Jake is the master winemaker up there. And uh, he is talking about passionate and fun, fun and passionate. He's not your traditional snooty walking around in a three-piece suit wine dude. Uh, he's up there, tatted up, ball cap on, sometimes forward, sometimes backwards, making a wine, having the wine, enjoying the wine. That's the way you want it. ForgottenFireWinery.com. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Always glad to have you. Bill Michael's show. We continue on this portion brought to you by our friends at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Big weekend coming up this weekend. They've got the Combat Vets ride going on out there. And it's rides almost every weekend now. If you're looking for not only a great place that does a lot of charitable things, but also if you're looking for a bike, if you're looking for motor clothes, uh, if you're looking to go sign up for some of these events, big weekend coming up at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. And uh, that's an Oconomowoc, uh, kind of between Milwaukee and Madison, really. Right off of 94, you can't miss it. It's just south of 94, right by the new Dockhound Stadium. That's Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. For all the events, all the information, go to an inventory. Go to wishd.com. That is wishd.com. And if you're going to buy or you're going to trade in or you're going to sell, get a hold of my buddy Craig Winger out there. He's the general manager. Craig is a great guy. Uh, and Craig is always always penning stuff you know he's always got ideas he's always got things that he can do to work things out with you so uh, all you got to do is get a hold of my buddy craig winger out there he's the general manager he's the guy that has the power to say yay or nay to give you the nod so if you're looking for a bike motor clothes whatever get a hold of craig out there at wishd.com wishd.com what'd you gain out of the uh, alec ingold interview there ben anything in particular I think the NIL stuff is really interesting, uh, obviously, because yeah. I spend way too much time thinking about it. But, you right. know, we always look at it as how does it affect recruiting? What does it look like on the field? And for different places, this is obviously very different. Like if you play basketball in North Carolina, how much school are you doing? Well, it's been proven probably not a lot. Right. right. But the thought of how do you balance all of the various aspects of your life? and still succeed on the field is something that has to be mastered. 
And I know that there are a lot of resources that are being put in place to help players do that, but this opens up an entire new avenue for your life, right? Because before it was school, uh, practice, games, and then whatever else, but now you're adding in this entire different element. So it's that I that's an angle that you know hasn't been discussed a lot, right? Um, I, I, and I know you guys uh, have him on Kenny and Halprin coming up tonight, right? Correct. Yeah, six fifteen. Six fifteen tonight. So you probably got you guys will probably dive a little bit deeper into that this evening, correct? Definitely. I I want to ask him if he's jealous that Andrew, um, shoot, not Andrew Van Ginkle, Garrett Groshek was out uh, coaching Wisconsin running backs at the Las Vegas Bowl, and he didn't get the call for that. But <laughs> that now some other stuff, a bunch of NIL stuff. Uh, really, the state of the fullback position. I, it, it's a Badger right. thing, but I'm very proud of fullbacks that go on and carve out NFL careers. So, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. Well, that's coming up tonight. Kenny and Heilprin uh, starting at 6 o'clock this evening, and you're going to be able to hear it on, uh, on, what, many of these same stations or on the zone out in Madison only? Zone and lacrosse is my understanding. Okay. Maybe Where, more. Where's Eau Claire? That's a Eau great Claire's question. Eau one of our, our Midwest family uh, group, right? It might be Gotta on there. Lynn out there. I, I know from talking to Grant Bills that they play after him there, but I'm not sure. Okay. Maybe they're maybe Dan Casper's blocking you. He's got the block on out there. Dan Casper's another one. You know what? When we when we're not here, that's another guy that I think uh would love to do the show. Dan Casper's good. He's a fun guy. And we've had him on before, especially when uh, we've had I think it was going back to the uh Minnesota Super Bowl because they're so close. He was driving in from uh from Eau Claire. So during the uh when we were up in Minnesota. So Dan Oh, that Casper's was a good one. Super Bowl. I remember that. That was one. a good Super Bowl. But he's yeah. uh, he's he's Dan Casper's been sitting in the bullpen, man. He's warming up. He's he's got a microphone. He's tossing it around. I think he needs a shot next time. Uh, now tomorrow, you and I, neither of us are here tomorrow. As a matter of fact, but uh, but we'll be back again uh, on Monday. But uh, yeah, tomorrow is we're running best of tomorrow. Correct. Yeah, I'm out on a Friday. Golf. Yeah, tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, you're going to the best golf of. tournament, and uh, I have uh, I have some some things I need to take care of. So both of us are off tomorrow. But the next time, I think. Between Grant Bills and Dan Casper, we've got guys warming up in the pen, so we're 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 well stocked. We keep uh, adding to the uh, bringing guys up. They're not in the farm system. I can't say that because they have their own shows, but uh, they're just uh, they're wanting to take the mound, man. They're on so. the corn. Uh, they're on the corn ferry tours, and then you get up to the PGA tour. You know, <laughs> it's um, all golf, man. I don't know where the it's live. all golf with you. Well, I was trying to make a live <laughs> reference, but I don't know where it fills in. Yeah, yeah. Well, in, in the live reference, I mean, in, in regards to the PGA, for those that are just tuning us in, uh, the live tour uh, today got the note from the PGA saying for all the players that are on the live tour that uh, kind of vacated the PGA tour saying, you're no longer welcome back. I mean, it was as vehement and as fist pounding to the desk as you can possibly get out of anybody on the PGA tour basically saying, don't let the door hit you in the ass, but that door only swings one way, and that's out. You're done. And now the guys on the Live Tour are like, what? Wait, what? What? Yeah, they can't come back and play in any PGA Tour event. So oh. in this analogy, is Randy Greg Norman or is he Jay Monahan? Uh, Randy's Monahan. Ran- You're talking about Randy Hawk. Yeah. So who's yeah, Greg Randy Norman Hawk, here? who is our who Randy Hawk is like the shadow behind the network. Uh who would be Greg Norman? 
Ooh. Well, the guy that just left for more money that's kind of associated with our network would be Dave Carney. Because Dave Carney, uh, he took another job. He left. And we miss him out in lacrosse. But I'm going to see him when I go to do uh, the cigar dinner at Celebrations. I'll see him and Grant Bills. Grant Bills hit me up on Twitter yesterday and said, what about those of us, because the, the, he said it starts at 5.30, so what about those of us that work till 6? I said, well, the cocktail party's from 5.30 to 6.30, so you can come out. And it's not a far drive from the, from the station, the radio station, over to Celebrations. So I said, come on over. There's no problem. We'll save you a chicken breast. Hang out. A couple cigars you can have. Yeah, you can do that. But Dave Carney left. Dave Carney left and went to the live tour. He's now in uh, the private sector, if you will. He got out of the media, although he is still doing the marketing for a stone finishing company, a stone company uh, up in Lacrosse. And hmm. he 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 jumped for the money. I, I'm thinking Grant is like Mito Pereira <laughs> in this entire thing, where he has the ability, and you know he's leading a major by two shots heading into the 18th right, hole, right? And then bang, chaos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you dream of this crap in the middle of the night, don't you? It's just how my brain works. I think of things in analogies yeah. that you know okay. mostly have to do with one specific thing. Yep, yep, I get it. The golf enthusiast in you just kind of seeps out. Doesn't matter when and where. Just there's always the analogy. I, I'm trying to hey, find um, a way to rip Ebo here, but that's still coming to the brain. I'm getting that. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, by the way, speaking of Ebo, I was watching him uh, do some deadlifts the other day. Did you see his video oh, of doing that? No, I don't see any of his videos. I don't know if it was 225 pounds. I don't know what he was deadlifting, but he was deadlifting some pretty good weight, and I was impressed, but his legs were shaking. <laughs> and I was watching him shake and quiver a little bit, and I wasn't sure. I kept I kept wanting to like put something on the video that said, boy, is it cold in there? Do you have to pee? Or... <laughs> Or is it just, or is it just the fact that you're going 225 with the smaller body, you know that type of thing? But I, I'll tell you, I I watch him and uh, Jen, his wife, work out. They get after it, man. They get after it. We might have to have some kind of a a gym installed down the hall at the studio, just please so no. uh, just so the rest of us can keep up. What'd you say? I said, please no, please. No. <laughs> Well, if you do some core strength, maybe it changes your golf game. Uh, I'm I'm working on it, but no, I don't need to yeah. do it in front of him taking videos. Yeah, you know? I I was informed by the uh, doctors yesterday that it, there is no more squats and no more deadlifts in my future. So, nah, baby, nah, I'm I'm done. So my days of lifting heavy are pretty much over. They said uh, I can do a little bit of leg work, a little bit of chest work, and a little bit of core work, and that's about the extent of it. Although I did get the nod to say I could play golf. So that I, I can still play golf. That made me happy because that means I can still go out to golf tournaments and such. But yeah, the rest of it. Ugh. So, hey, I got a, a survey today from the NBA. When we come back, you want to do this survey with me? Yeah, sure. So uh, there's there's the NBA uh, because I, I, I subscribe to NBA TV. So the NBA sends out a survey to everybody involved that subscribes because they want your opinion to see what it is you like, you don't like, that kind of thing. And I'll ask you some, some of these questions, what they ask me, and uh, I'll give you my response, and, uh, and we'll see what, uh, what your response is as well. Uh, this portion of the program being brought to you by our good friends over there at Pindell, a quality machining and manufacturing company right here. It's in New Berlin, Wisconsin, as a matter of fact. And they do some great work, but they're looking for great people. Go to Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L.com. That is Pindell.com. Again, Pindell.com. Pindell. .com. Pindell. 
Wisconsin.com. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Racing all around the state of Wisconsin. The Wabam team. Go to GetWabam, W-A-B-A-M, GetWabam.com. Whether it's uh, janitorial cleaning supplies you need, uh, industrial, or maybe just around the house. Or the best part about it for men and women that like uh, motorcycles, boats, and cars. Uh, hell, for your pedal bike, for that, all that matters. But uh, they carry all kinds of different cleaning and ceramic products as well. And uh, more, the more people, I got a buddy of mine who rides his motorcycle everywhere. My buddy Justin is all over the place. And I asked him, because he uses it. And I said, I-, I believe in it. I said, but have you used it? And he said, yeah, and it's really good. More people don't, they, they've never experienced it. They've never used it. But go to get, G-E-T, getwabam.com. That is getwabam.com. And if you're a motorcycle enthusiast, you can find it to, next to the parts counter inside Wisconsin Harley-Davidson as well. But... Uh, I've been telling people, just if you have a motorcycle fairing and you get bugs and such on it, especially if you have a denim paint, you put this stuff on and it, it, the bugs and the goop, and it's so much easier to get off as opposed to an untreated surface. And uh, it doesn't screw up the denim paint. That's the best part about it. So go to getwabam.com, getwabam.com. So I just got this from the NBA. Um, so I want to go through this with you, uh, with you a little bit. Um, during the NBA season, um, you, they ask you all, all these different questions. How often do you watch the NBA every day, a few times a week, once a week, a few times a month, once a month or less than once a month. And Ben, I, I don't watch it every day, but I watch it at least a few times a week. Usually when the, when the bucks are on, correct. Is that pretty pretty reasonable? Yeah, is uh, is Russia tracking this information? Should I be careful about what I, I don't say? Know if, I don't know if Russia is, but it's it's probably close. I'm sure the Chinese Basketball League is, is paying attention to this. Which, like, um, whatever, it's okay, they can know. Here's but, yeah, the next question. A couple times a month. Do you watch WNBA basketball? And I, there's, there's the different choices are, uh, did not know there was the WNBA League. Uh, the next choice would be, have no interest, very little, some, uh, once a week, a few times a week, every day. I do not watch the WNBA. Okay. Uh, then the G League, same question. Same I, I don't watch. Uh, yeah, I don't watch any G League basketball. Uh, watch NBA stories, highlights, and such on social on social media. Uh, visit NBA team websites. I don't go to team websites hardly at all. You know, um, I can almost say never that I go to the, the team website. I, I take that back. If you have tickets, you have to, right? So you got to go to the team website at least a little bit because you got to go to the ticket portion of that. Uh, do you, you know, they want to know everything. Do you share and post content? Do you watch NBA highlight stories on TV? Say on the four letter network, and it gives you do you watch full NBA games live on ESPN, TNT, ABC, NBA TV, all that kind of stuff? Um, 
it, it it's they really ask a lot of poignant questions. Uh, do you follow the NBA news on the NBA app? Do you visit NBA.com? Do you listen to podcasts about NBA? Do you talk about the NBA with your friends or your family? Um, they, they're wanting to know and gauge basically what is your true interest in the NBA and different facets of it. And then there's a whole section of this that basically asks about the G League. Uh, what, what is the, the NBA 2K League? Um, there is the WNBA and then the NBA and they ask about all of that. And I don't think I've ever received a questionnaire like that. I mean, it's detailed. It's like seven pages. It takes a while to go through, but I don't think I've ever received a, uh, I've never received anything from baseball like this or the NFL for that matter. This is a pretty in-depth survey and I would assume, this is my assumption, is that um, is, is that NBA enthusiasts are getting this. I would love to see others get this and then find out. Because if you're already signing up for NBA.com or you've done something with NBA.com, you're getting this, which means you already pay attention to it. What you'd like to find out is why those who don't or what those who aren't avid NBA goers or fans or such see in it, find out why it, it turns them off if they're not a fan of the NBA. Because, I, you know, it's like the NFL. The NFL reigns supreme. They've got not only the hardcore fans, but they've got the betting fans. And in addition to that, they've got the casual fans. The people that do not like NFL football don't watch for whatever reason. Same thing with Major League Baseball. What you want to find out is how do you take the people that don't watch, that don't listen, and convert them into the casual, mid-level, mid-grade fan? They're never going to become hardcore fans. But how do you get them to then come into that, uh, that, that realm occasionally to at least expand that gray area so your audience begins to grow? That's, what, that, that's always what you're trying to find out. And I, I get it. I appreciate the attempt, but I'm already an NBA fan. I'm a, I already subscribe to all of that. So I guess they're just trying to find out what your your viewing is or your interest is. But um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a really in. It's like like I said, it's like seven pages. But going back to the, some of the questions regarding G League, do you pay attention to it? I think the only time you and I probably pay attention to it is when somebody's rehabbing in the G League, right? I don't I don't pay attention to it otherwise. I mean, I'll I'll do it because it's the Wisconsin herd and I, I will look at the scores every now and then. But otherwise, I'm not I I I go to maybe a G League game once a year. I went to one this year. I went to about 7 to 10 uh Bucks games this year. And more as a fan than as somebody covering the team. And I think the amount of WNBA games that I've watched, I could probably count on one hand over the last year. And it's usually because it's something that's on like ESPN or something in a bar. And you sit there and somebody didn't change the channel to a baseball game or a golf tournament or something. And you've got the WNBA on. Or it's just the only game in town that night and therefore they have a standalone and somebody's got it on in a bar. That's what I want. Otherwise, I don't I don't make it a destination. I don't mean to be 
rude or chauvinistic. It's just that there's other things going on that I would rather pay attention to, to be, be, be perfectly honest with you. Um, so anyway, it, it was just rather interesting that uh, that came across just a little while ago. I was kind of filling it out here as we were we were on the air. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670, if you want to hit us up, uh, go ahead. This is from uh, Jack. Jack says, interesting uh, that you guys say you don't watch the WNBA. Some of the competition in the WNBA is more back to the traditional style of basketball. I do find it entertaining, uh, albeit I do only watch about five games a year. Oh, there you go. It, you're right. Because they're not, you know, they're not power. First of all, they dribble the basketball the way you're supposed to dribble the basketball. Let's start there. Let's let's sound old guy-ish, okay, or old school-ish. They dribble, they play the game, they screen, they cut, they do many different things besides just stand inside, ass bump somebody down into the paint, and then turn around and dunk on them. It's a different game. And you could maybe even equate it more to the collegiate style of basketball than it is to the what we know is the pro style of basketball. But the pro style of basketball, and I, I've said this, and I'll say it till the day I die, uh, you may not like it, or you may love it. I don't know. But the NBA, as far as the best athletes competitiveness-wise in the world, I think play in the NBA by far. The physicality, the speed, the quickness, the leaping ability, you know, flat-out sprinting up and down a court, I think it, it entails every piece of physicality you can possibly muster to play in the NBA. I've always said that. I've always thought it's just that athletic a sport. But it's it's the personalities, as, as many sports are, that makes it. Uh, 877-867-1670. Um, oh, Mike says, just got home from the gym, tuned in, realized today is the 47th anniversary of my first day of boot camp. Thanks for all you do for veterans. Mike, my pleasure. My pleasure. He could Let probably deadlift better than Ebo. He probably could. Now, uh, Ebo apparently uh, was listening to us, right, and said it was not 225, it was 275 that he was, uh, he was, he was deadlifting. Yeah, I don't he buy it. He says no quivering. I got to go back and watch the video. There was, I, I think he was quivering, quivering like a fat guy who scooped up a bunch of jello <laughs> at a buffet and was walking out very quickly. You know? Oh, I thought but, you uh, were saying quivering like the jello itself. Yeah, he was he was quivering. Yeah. Like the jello on the plate. Fat guy loads it up, stacks it up, top of the pile of the jello, <laughs> quivering, shaking, wiggling as you quickly walk walk to your seat because you want to scarf it down. <laughs> like Bluto in the the movie Animal House. Yeah. <laughs> I give Evo credit, man. He was he was a scrawn when I first met him. He's buffed up. I don't know if he's buffed up because uh, his wife loves to work out or what, but I give him all the credit in the world, man. He's 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 buffing it up. I I, I sent you my hard. Go ahead. I sent you my player comp for him. I think he is Sergio Garcia. He I would, saw that. He would leave for I the new that. tour. He's very outspoken. He's had, you know, a little bit of success, but a lot of people can't stand him. Uh <laughs> I think Ebo is the likable guy. <laughs> I think he's the likable guy. I think he's uh, he's the guy that doesn't take himself too serious. He's the likable guy that just is kind of the common man. 
Uh, he loves to drink. He works out. Albeit, I will say, when it comes to staples of food within the state of Wisconsin, we are beer, we are brats, we are cheese, yes, but we are meat, we are potatoes. And I watch him cook, and he's got things in there that I don't know what the hell he's making. Uh, it's all really healthy. And uh, the rest of us are going, you know, boy, I wish we could do that, but we choose not to. So, uh, but And then he's walking around with a cat. So. Uh, hey, don't despair. I I enjoy. I like cats. You know? I, like cats. I don't need to use that as a knock on his character. No, 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 no. I just like the fact that he likes to take hikes with his cat. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's hiking through the wilderness somewhere. He's like going up to Devil's Peak or Devil's Tower out there. And he's like walking to the top of this thing. And he's like, yeah, I made it. And then he opens up a knapsack. And here comes a pussycat. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that little pussycat. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. I love it. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. Uh, Evo's in the office petting a cat right now. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back. Hey, uh, if you aren't looking for a great weekend getaway, uh, there is no better place than the Four Seasons Island Resort. Uh, there's so much to do up in that area. They have waterfall tours. They have, they're close to Iron Mountain, Michigan. Uh, the, the island itself is fantastic because they can take you out on a pontoon boat. There's rentals. There's kayaks. There's the golf course. Uh, just go away and relax. Just enjoy the great outdoors. You can even go head down into Peshtigo, uh, go down to Forgotten Fire Winery. They do wine dinners and tastings uh, all the time. They've got entertainment uh, so much at Four Seasons Island Resort, which uh, is right there in Pembine, Wisconsin. And I can't recommend that anymore. However, however, let me give you a little little note here real quick. Uh, If you're going to check them out, and I highly recommend that you do, whenever you get a hold of them, got to let them know Bill Michaels 15. Bill Michaels 15. What does that mean? You're going to get yourself a discount. That's what it is. Bill Michaels 15. If you go to the four seasons, Wisconsin.com and you want to book online, there is a uh, promo code, Bill Michaels 15. Use it. We're going to give you 15% off right away. Rather than saying, Hey, let's get a free, free bottle of wine for 25 bucks or whatever, or a drink or whatever. 15% right now, just because you're listening to us or call them, call our girl, Barb 715-324-5800, 715-324-5800. When you do, which it's it's a tremendous place, when you do, tell them Bill Michaels 15. Bill Michaels 15. You heard it on the Bill Michaels show. you got to do that. Don't forget, Four Seasons Island Resort, Bill Michaels 15. 715-324-5800. That's 715-324-5800. And, uh, and ask for Barb or just make, it, make your booking online. But just make sure you put in the promo code Bill Michaels 15. Bill Michaels 15. You're good to go. So... I'm reading, uh, well, by the way, uh, our buddy Mike said uh, he did sets today and reps with 225 for extreme uh, closed grip bench presses. He said, tell Ebo I'm coming for him. There you go. Heck yeah. Ebo's got some uh, got some lifting partners now. There you go. I don't know if Ebo's throwing up 225 with the guns or not, but uh, I haven't done 225 in a while. Probably a couple years. I quit lifting that heavy a while ago. 
I I don't even think I could do it anymore with my bad shoulder, but I I I didn't I haven't done that in a while, so kudos to you. Um, but I love the uh, first of all when you talked about Ebo being Sergio Garcia. So if you want to talk about the live tour, comparing Ebo to Sergio Garcia or even Lee Westwood, good, good guy, but hasn't won in twelve years. <laughs> and then Nelson, our buddy Rowdy, is Patrick we- Reed, dirty player who has Twitter bots defend all of his battles. <laughs> Oh, that's the best. That's the best. Bill, uh, I come from a long line of, of comparison enthusiasts. And yes. This is just the next chapter. I got to go back <laughs> through the live field because I'm sure there are some other good ones I can come up with. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, poor Nelly. He's not even around right now. He's. I don't even know where he's at. He's probably driving down the road just crashing his car. He said he was going to take a nap today instead of watch the Brewers because the offense is giving him heart problems. Well, here's the thing. If the Brewers win today and they light it up, now he has to take a nap every day. Yeah. Until the streak is broke, he has to take a nap every day. He's got to go to bed. So, just uh, once well, once you you don't mess with the streak, once you get the streak. But if you got something you've been doing every day for the last 5 days and the Brewers have been losing, now you got to break up the streak. You got to change. Can't do it anymore. Speaking of the Brewers, today, uh, this is the way it looks, uh, the matchup. Christian Yelich leading off, playing left. Willie Adamas batting second, uh, playing short. Rowdy Telez in the third spot, batting uh, batting number three and playing first. Uh, Luis Urias in the power hole, playing second base today, uh, batting fourth. Andrew McCutcheon, the DH, batting fifth. Jace Peterson playing third, batting sixth. You've got Hunter Renfro batting seventh out and right. Victor Caratini behind the plate, batting eighth, and Tyrone Taylor in center field, batting ninth. There you go. Goes Yelich, Adamas, Telez, Urias, McCutcheon, Peterson, Renfro, Caratini, Taylor. That's the way it rounds out today for your Milwaukee Brewers. By the way, I have it, Bill. Grant Bills is Louis Oostazen because he is really, <laughs> really, really good at coming in second in big tournaments. Oh, man. Man, you're just on fire today. Louis, I can't wait to see him in a couple of weeks. Walk up to Grant Bills at the uh, Cigar Dinner and say, hey, Louis, how are we looking? Oostazen, what? I'll be on his show tonight to preview our show and talk a little golf, and I'll bring that. Oh, well, yeah, okay. Okay, bring the comparison up, yeah. See, see, I, I'd love to tape that reaction, play it back tomorrow on the program, or uh, on Monday on the program when we're back. Uh, by the way, I did get a... Uh, uh, a text from our buddy Dave Carney, and he had said that uh, we have a great comparison regarding the live. So he said, "Nice job." So giving us kudos in in regards to uh, people running off for the money for the live tournament and uh, the comparisons in which we have. So he's right. I compared him to the live tournament because uh, he 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 did the mic drop. He walked out of uh, our good affiliate out there, WKTY, and said, "You know." I got this offer. I, I got to really look at it seriously. Uh, yeah, it's for uh, some serious money. So what I do and what I love is radio, but I'm going where the jack is. And then out he went, making it rain out in uh, out in lacrosse. Can you make it rain in lacrosse? You probably could, right? Yeah, I, I think it does rain there, generally. <laughs> 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free to do so. Hey, coming up in the next hour... Uh, we're going to hear from Sammy Watkins. Got to hear a little Sammy Watkins, right? So that's coming up. Uh, uh, his back and forth with the media. 
his first opportunity. Mike Clemens going to be joining us as well. So if by chance, uh, and I know they shut us down on Facebook for a brief minute. Uh, we're going to kind of end the stream and restart the stream, just so you know, for those of you that are on the, the live stream right now, you're going to have to find us again real quick, coming up after the top of the hour. So do that. Look for that. But uh, we'll restart the stream. And uh, Mike Clemens is going to join us. We're going to hear from some, uh, some from Sammy Watkins and, uh, and kind of go from that. We're going to hear Sammy Watkins and his back and forth with, his, uh, with uh, the media members. So that's all coming up. Stay tuned as the Packers uh, wrap it up. Wrapping up their mandatory mini camp. We'll get Mike's takes on it coming up here in a little bit as well. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Going to shut down the live stream for just a minute for those of you over there. But get back on coming up here in just a couple as we're going to restart it and uh, re-enter the Facebook live realm. Okay? We're shutting it down right now. Come back in 30 seconds. There you go. Stay tuned. Another hour, final hour of the Bill Michaels Show. It's all coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at JL Tire Service. Lyle and his gang are fantastic. Go to JLTire.com. Brakes, oil changes, whatever you need, engine work. But if you're an over the road driver, you got a big old rig, you can, they'll take you in there too. New tires, new brakes, trailer work, trailer repair, they can do it all. JL Tire, right there in Johnson Creek, right off of 94. Find them. JLTire.com. JL Tire. More of the Bill Michael Show coming right back. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.